I'm Nicole Jones, and you are listening to Mediocre to Masterful. This podcast helps you master your goals, activate your plans, and manifest your purpose. Welcome back, guys. Nicole here, and I am with basically the mastermind behind some of your favorite creatives, oldest brands, Miss Alicia Fitch. She is truly like a powerhouse when it comes to visual branding, female entrepreneurship and empowerment. And she knows how to wrangle all the information that you need in terms of branding together and create just the most beautiful content and opportunities for your business. So welcome, Alicia. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. I'm excited as well. It's always great just having someone on the show who can help our listeners just move forward in their entrepreneurial journey. And on this take, this is basically around just multimedia and, and branding and what that looks like. So I definitely wanted to have you on the show because I have been a fan of your work and just the many things that you do. So if you could tell us about you. Yeah. So hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be here, guys. So my name is Alicia. Uh, Everybody calls me Lily. And I am a designer. Um, I am a creative. I am a mom. I'm a wife. I wear many hats. Um, But, you know, my favorite thing to be, of course, is a mom. But what I do is I, you know, as Nicole said, I take different elements from your brand and really create something that's going to be a complete marketing campaign. I was born in Connecticut. I was raised there and then I moved to Georgia when I was a teenager and it has been my home ever since. I love it so much. I love Atlanta, ATL. Um, So yeah, right. So I moved here. I went to Georgia Southern University and uh I wanted to be a teacher initially when I was graduating from college. And then I got into the world and I was like, this is definitely not what I want to do. I love kids, um, but I don't think this is my calling. So I got an internship with another female entrepreneur, amazing woman, Coriel of uh, Workplace Slay and uh, Work University. I had an internship with her and she's the person that really drew me into entrepreneurship. And I just started trying to figure out what I've done in life that I really loved, right? And so the thing that I loved the most was when I was in college at Georgia Southern, I worked at a recreation center and we would do different events. And I was like, wow, I really enjoyed doing that. Maybe that's something I can do, you know, now. So I just started offering my services to people. I would say, hey, you know, are you having a wedding or an event? Do you need help? Or can I shadow you? Or, you know, typical things you do when you're trying to break into an Mm -hmm. industry. And from there, I started to move into graphic design. I was working with clients and I was doing, you know, their events. And then I would do their invitations or I would I would create like a different graphic to promote it and I just started to fall in love with design and I I slowly but surely moved into that field and now it is my baby I love it I love my you know my clients and my my audience I love female entrepreneurship so anything that I can do to help bring another female entrepreneur up by brightening her brand and drawing her audience in and creating something that's going to convert and also put money in her pocket I mean, that's, that's beyond. So, you know, that's my calling now. And that's what I do. Yes. Yes. That's like music to any 
<laughs> startups ears, basically. Like, I really like what you shared and just really the natural progression and really the trial and error, error of transitioning your your trajectory of your career. So you started out in teaching and you're like, I love kids, but maybe not other people's kids, maybe my own kids in the future. Mm-hmm. So you that pivot <laughs> and, you know, making those you know, those moves to make sure you actually moved into the career that actually fits you and spoke to your calling. Like, how was that? Like, what was your thought process during that time? And did other people kind of help you or sway you from your decision from, you know, teaching to now designing? Yeah, I, I am just super blessed that I was lucky enough to have people around me who really supported me. And I'll also say that I was pushed into those transitions a bit as well. So when I graduated from college, I, you know, I tried to get a job in teaching. I wasn't having much luck with that um, because some of the laws had changed as far as the credentials that you need to be able to teach. So my bachelor's degree was not going to be enough to get me into the schools that I wanted to Mm -hmm. teach in. So I, you know, just like most kids who graduate college, you try to find a job, you can't, you just go somewhere and start working. Um, So I was actually working at a logistics firm, nothing to do with my major, nothing to do with anything I loved. I was working there. And that's when I started to have those thoughts of, okay, what did I really love to do in college? I definitely don't love logistics. I don't know how I got here, um, but this is not it for me. So that's when I got into thinking about, okay, what did I love that I was doing um, in college and in school that really made me excited? And that was the event planning. So what I was doing was I was actually on my job and I would be Googling event planning and Googling wedding mentors and just doing all the stuff you're not supposed to do, right? (laughs) Um, And I got let go. And I, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do now? And my boyfriend at the time, who's not my husband, you know, he encouraged me to try event planning. And like I said, I had my mentor who was already really focused and into entrepreneurship. So it just felt Mm -hmm. natural. Um, I was still working a couple of different jobs to, you know, bring money in, but I started interning and, um, you know, going to YouTube University to learn everything I could about event planning and creative and color palettes and, you know, those different things. Um, And then, like I said, that just kind of moved into the design portion, which I love and I do now because learning about those color palettes and those, um, you know, how to make something look beautiful, uh, just using like lighting or using like little pieces to accent. I'm taking all those things from wedding planning and moving those into design. So that process was very natural going from wedding planning to design. But, you know, I hit a couple of roadblocks in the beginning and I really just got pushed into those different transitions and I had to adapt. Mm, I like that. I like that. And and that actually leads me uh, to my next question in terms of, you know, what roadblocks did you face? But, but before you answer that question, I, I find it funny that you mentioned like on your on your real job, you were actually like Googling some things on your spare time and just like researching some different mm-hmm. things. And I feel like that's oftentimes how entrepreneurs are developed. <laughs> like most entrepreneurial right. businesses are created while you're at your nine to five. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just find that so funny because that's it's during that time. It's like it's once you have an idea and you feel like it's the right move for you, it's almost as if you cannot stop thinking about that business, even when you're still at work. Right. You know, like it wakes you up. Right. At night, it wakes you up in the morning, and you're like, okay, I need to do this. I need to research this thing in order for this business to work. 
Right. And I actually recently heard a, um, a quote from Kobe Bryant where he was saying, if you're not jumping out of bed to do whatever it is you're doing, then you're in the wrong profession. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's kind of, especially with, you know, younger kids coming out of college or even out of high school and you're just like, okay, what am I going to do next? If you don't have that feeling of jumping out and and being excited and, you know, running to your computer to research or staying up late and, and, you know, pulling on nighters to figure out, okay, what is this and how can I excel at this and how can I become great at this? Then it's not, you know, it's not the job or the profession or the brand or the, you know, business for you. And I think it's so important that we're true to ourselves um, and really go after whatever our passion actually is. For sure. For sure. That's a great quote that fits perfectly in there. Um, So, yeah. So going back to the other question, like what roadblocks did you face during this time in in your business or maybe currently facing in your business that kind of help you continue to push forward? The main thing, especially getting started, like I said, I was let go of my nine to five was really figuring out where the money was going to come to to continue, you know, my and when I say lifestyle, I'm not talking about a lifestyle of like luxury. I just mean like am how am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to pay my bills? Those kind of things when you're first starting out. And um I always hear people kind of come up and ask me, you know, should I quit my job? And I'm like, "No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, not until you 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 feel stable because um that is a huge roadblock." Yeah you know, you need to have the finances to, or, or the support system. You don't necessarily have to always have the finances, but the support system who is going to, you know, help you as you're establishing this business, because, you know, like you spoke to earlier in the call trial and error, you know, some days you're going to have a fantastic month as an entrepreneur. Um, and then other times you're just not, especially when things happen. Like right now we're going through um, COVID, you know, so, that's affected a lot of people, especially entrepreneurs and, and those who are um, in the creative field because things are changing. So um, I think definitely, you know, as far as a roadblock that you need to prepare for when you're moving into entrepreneurship or making any transition in life, is just making sure you're financially able to handle that transition and that you've made a plan to, you know, get yourself to the point where you are able to be stable again. Nice, nice. I, I love that. How do you balance... A number of things, your businesses, uh, mom life, wife life, like how are you able to do it all? You are literally like the mom of all trades. Yeah. So for me, I think finding balance is, you know, something that's not going to exist. It's more so about finding harmony between everything. I know when I first started, people would always tell me, you know, oh, you can't have love in in your business, right? So people are like, oh, no, I'm, I'm working hard. I'm focused on my goals. I can't, I don't want a man right now. I don't want a relationship right now. And that always made me feel like, well, why can't I have it all? Why can't I have, you know, my love and business and be successful and have that in harmony? And so we got that, you know, like we did it. We were in love. We were happy. We had our business, my husband and I. And then when it came time to have a baby, it was like, oh, you can't have a baby. and You can't have a business and focus and do both. And it's like, why right. not? You know, I think, you know, as women, sometimes we are put into specific boxes. And, um, you know, I definitely think that it's over for that now. 
you know, we can have it all. You don't just have to be, you know, mom of the year and boss of the year and wife of the year, you know, individually. You can be all of that in one. And I think the most important part for that is um, finding harmony between each thing, you know, taking time to say, okay, this is when I am going to really focus on business. And, you know, again, it goes back to that support system, having people who understand that, you know, this time is for business. This time is for family. And that goes to having clients who understand that, you know, I do have a life outside of this and setting boundaries. Same thing with your, you know, your significant other when it comes to love, you know, okay, this is our time and we're going to make time to make this work and make it successful. So I think finding harmony between all of the things that you're doing in your life and making sure that, you know, you are, when you're, Working on that specific thing, family, business, love, relationship, whatever it may be, you're all in on that. You don't allow for distractions. You don't allow for people to violate those boundaries. You're all in that. And um, that's how you find that balance because you're not being pulled from one thing to the other. You're focusing on each thing. I love that. Yeah. And, And that's so important in the relationship. And building that bond with your your kids, well, whatever situation that you're in, it's important to have those boundaries, and and communicate that. Communication is key across any you know situation in your life, whether it's relationship, work, just different scenarios. But allowing and understanding that within your in your own household is important, and and it will allow those other things to thrive. Yeah, right, that's awesome. Um, So if you are listening and you are a mom or you are married and maybe you are married and a mom, (laughs) (laughs) it is possible. And I find it so interesting that you had some people basically share, you know, you can't have it all. Like who says (laughs) that really got under my skin? And I'm like that you can't tell someone like we tell kids all the time, like you there's the sky's the limit. You can be anything. Mm-hmm. say can't and then when we become adults we tell people no you can't do that like who are you to tell me about my life and my destiny right so, right and I'll say this too just to be fair this was like like seven eight years ago and so like the female entrepreneurship like explosion was just beginning mm-hmm. so I think people mm-hmm. had their own notions about okay what is a female entrepreneur and you know mm-hmm. what does that even mean and so I think now mm-hmm. things uh, there's so many resources yeah. for moms and female entrepreneurs and even women transitioning from nine to five that they can't put you in a box because, yeah. you know, you got this. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Very true. So the financial freedom planner is here. This planner is basically here to help you reflect and understand Why do you have certain money habits and how can you break away from them and how can you basically become debt free? This is an easy way to manage, track and watch your progress when it comes to debt elimination. And it comes with a financial budget spreadsheet. Super easy to use. This will help you eliminate debt all together. This is the same spreadsheet that helped me eliminate debt since 2013, guys. It is possible. Just make sure you add a little bit of consistency and sprinkle a little dedication on top and you will be debt free. Get your copy at MediocreToMasterful.com. So let's take a shift here and actually, you know, I enjoyed your journey and understanding your backstory, but let's take a shift here and talk more about your business. Before people 
actually utilize your services. I'm sure you have like maybe like a like an assessment of sorts or just an understanding of each of your clients. What are some of the pain points that they come to you with by the time that they've reached out? Yeah. So with Brother Inc. Studios, what we do is we help female entrepreneurs, that is our clientele, that is our audience, take their brands from boring to bright, right? So when clients come to me, typically they're experiencing low engagement on their Instagram page. Um, They're getting ready to promote an event um, and they're just not sure how to target their audience. Uh, They're getting ready to do a launch and they want to make sure that the right people know about their product. And so what we do is take all of those things, whatever that is, whatever your ultimate goal is for that launch, that event, that product, We take all of those elements and then we're going to create something that is going to be exciting. It's going to not only be visually beautiful, but it's going to attract the right the right audience using the correct colors, using the correct patterns, using the correct um, stock images or styling your images in a way where it appeals to whoever you're targeting. Um, and I think that's super important, and, and that's definitely something that I notice when people decide not to work with a, a designer or they don't go into a launch or a product announcement with a plan. So we come up with a plan. We help you target it. We help you come up with that marketing campaign to really knock the socks off of any customer that you're trying to reach. Nice, nice. If you are nodding your head in agreement, I was like, wait, that's me. <laughs> Is she <not> <laughs> Definitely, you know, consider Brighter Ink Studios to get you on the right track and, you know, get your business going. Yeah, definitely. And with that, Alicia, could you share just three tips to kind of follow that on ways that entrepreneurs can get active today and move forward on their business? Like, what are some things that they can do as as a DIY? And then, you know, we'll get into maybe consulting after that. Yeah, so I definitely think why well, I wanna I wanna give one tip first before I give like my, my branding tips just based on entrepreneurship in general. I would say don't be afraid to, you know, shift away from whatever you're already doing. I think a lot of times, especially when clients come to me with, you know, their brand that they're working on, or they're like, Okay, uh, I love the color pink and this is this is my color. And I think, you know, it's important to be open and be ready mm. to, to to shift into something that is going to be so much better for your brand. Because just because you love pink doesn't mean that that's the perfect color for your audience. Mm. So I guess that kind of goes into entrepreneurship and branding. Just don't be afraid to shift. Be open to change, you know, when it comes to your business and your branding. The next tip that I would give is just keeping everything in your brand cohesive. So once you're working with your designer, just really knowing, um, I think a lot of people get wrapped up on just your colors, but it's not just your colors. It's, you know, the patterns, the textures, the things that are going to appeal to the person that you're trying to target. So like I said, maintaining a a complete brand cohesiveness, Mm -hmm. not just on Instagram, but in your, you know, your collateral marketing, like your business cards and, um, you know, your product labels and everything. If I pick up something that belongs to your specific brand, I should immediately know. I should see this pattern that resonates on your um, Instagram feed and it's also on your candles. And, you know, so if that's your product, if you're selling candles or something like that, but it, it's it's everywhere um, within your brand. So keeping it cohesive. And then the third thing that I would say as far as branding and marketing is don't be afraid to ask for help. I think, you know, 
especially when we're starting off as entrepreneurs, we're like, okay, I can, I can DIY everything. And you can, but you don't have to. Um, mm-hmm. If you're working in your business, you want to be able to focus on whatever your passion, your talent is. If you're a lawyer, you know, you, you're not a graphic designer um, and you can hire somebody to do that for you. So I would say don't be afraid to delegate. Don't be afraid to pass those tasks off to someone else so you are able to focus on what you are so talented at. Those are great tips. Those are awesome tips. I, I like the the first one that you mentioned as well in terms of just don't be afraid of change and just be open to your design. And I think that's important for those who may already have a brand and they maybe want to do like a rebranding mm-hmm. concept of sorts. Just be right. open to that. And I definitely agree with that point, especially for someone like you who is in this space and you have researched and you have worked on this and developed in different ways in terms of design over the years. So, you know, there's also a psychology behind these designs. It's not just because I'm telling you don't choose pink because I hate the color pink. I'm telling you. Right. (laughs) I'm telling you because pink doesn't necessarily go with the message that you're also sharing with your audience either. So there's like a, an emotional side to design. Right. That's awesome. Well, you have given us a wealth of information, a great amount of knowledge in terms of just branding, your story, how you got here, and how others can, and entrepreneurs can basically work and craft the best message through branding for themselves. But how can people reach out to you to move forward on these services? Yeah, so you guys can follow me on Instagram. Um, my Instagram is Alicia L. Fitch. That's A-L-I-C-I-A-L-F as in Frank, I-T-C-H. Uh, and I share tons of tips on there as far as different resources for DIY designers. If you're interested in services, you guys can head over to www.brighterinkstudios.com. And that's and there you can find my different services and things that I offer. And I'd also like to just announce to you guys that we're getting ready to open a new template shop. Um, this is going to be something that's really going to be awesome for entrepreneurs, especially people who are in the phase where they're still doing DIY graphics, or if you're already an established uh, business. And like I was saying earlier, you're ready to delegate some quick tasks and get into Canva. Maybe your assistant can do it and create different things for you that are going to appeal and have your your overall brand aesthetic. So we are getting ready to open up that template shop that's going to be so easy to use for entrepreneurs and it's really going to open up some time for them to be able to create in other ways. Perfect. That is awesome. That's exciting. I'm going to check that out for myself. Like that is awesome. <laughs> that is really great. Congratulations. Thank you. We're super excited about it. I think it's going to really be a game changer. Yeah. For you know the multi, uh, I would I would say like multi job entrepreneur. You're the assistant. Mm-hmm. You're the customer service. You're the designer. You're the CEO. You know I think it's going to be really helpful to those type of entrepreneurs because it's going to give them a good foundation of where to start with building their graphics. For sure, that is awesome. Well, I will personally be looking out for that. So you got sure you also look out for that again. AliciaFitch.com for more information. So. Alicia, thank you again. It has been an absolute pleasure. Um, Is there any final words you want to share with the audience? Yeah, I just want to remind, you know, my fellow female entrepreneurs out there, my mamas, 
you know, we got this. Sometimes we're harder on ourselves than we need to be. And we are trying to be everything to everybody. But mama, you got it. And, um, you know, keep encouraging yourself and keep pushing because you don't know, you know, where you're going and how far you're going to go. Nice. Nice. Thank you so much, Alicia. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed talking to you.